This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night. Now, here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. Oh, man, Dick Chapman, that gets me fired up for Magic Drive Time. It's been six months, but Magic Basketball and Magic Drive Time are back. Season 35 of Magic Basketball, season 13 of Magic Drive Time. Preseason game number one takes place tomorrow night, starting at 7.30, right here on the Magic Audio Network against the New Orleans Pelicans. Training camp is in the books. Team arrived in NOLA today, ready to play someone else. That's always a fun time of the season when you get through training camp and you're ready to bang with another team. Lots to cover. First, our team this season here on Magic Drive Time. I'm Dante Marcatelli. It's great to be with you. Jake Chapman, as always, the radio play-by-play voice of the Orlando Magic. Wendell Epps will be joining us at times throughout the season, our grad associate. Tyler Karen is running the show here at our 96.9 controls. Kyle Cassandra, the new uh, program director, here at uh, 96.9 The Game. Brandon Kravitz always involved as well. And the Magic have had some new players. They brought back some old players. But, Jake, there is no bigger addition to the Magic Audio Network broadcast team than Josie Ellen Chapman. <laughs> Am I correct? Congratulations, my friend, on the on the birth of your daughter. What a what a great summer for you, my friend. Thank you, D. I don't know how we planned it, but the timing was perfect. If, yes. if there was ever a season, we, we it was okay. It wasn't okay. I was, would still rather be broadcasting into the postseason, into the month of May. Uh, this year, that's the goal anyways, working in May. Yes, but yeah, yes. she was born in May, and I had, like you said, six months to get to know her. And uh, and now I probably won't see her very <laughs> often right. over the course of the next six months. Uh, but um, thank you, thank you. She is great. Um, uh, her mother, Kelly, is great, and we're blessed. So thank you very much. Yeah, you and baby, you and Kelly doing great. Hey, listen, so we're back. Good summer, fun, but too long, Jake. Too long. Six months is too long. Absolutely. We're, we're ready, as you said, to be playing into May here. That would mean making the postseason, as Brandon Kravitz said a few minutes ago, and always does a great job on, on In the Zone. They, they didn't shy away from it. That was the message uh, all during media day, all during training camp. That's what we want. Sure, that's the goal, and that's what you'll strive for. You won 34 games last year. That's 12 more than uh, any uh, twelve more than the year before, the most, uh, the biggest increase in the Eastern Conference. So, what the next step is, you would think, is yeah, we're going to be in. Not that easy. No, it's going to be hard. You got to come together. That's what training camp is for. That's what the preseason is for. You're now through training camp, Jake, and and they were all. You could see with the different interviews that everybody did today. Uh, some guys were like, ah. Just play games already. Let's yeah. go, right? Yep. And some guys were like, okay, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm, I'm ready to go and get out there and, and kind of see what we got. So we want to do this, 407-916-8255. Let's make our guy Tyler work in there, 407-916-8255. If you got a thought, if you join uh, in our excitement, our enthusiasm for the start of this Magic season, or if you're skeptical, whatever you got on your mind, uh, bring it to the table here, 407-916-8255. And, Jake, now that we're through camp, it was a very competitive camp. 
There was a lot of uh, a lot of hunger. There was a lot of aggression. There was a lot of competitiveness. What were your thoughts for from this magic camp going into season thirty five? Well, it's funny the the two guys who spoke today. I mean, it's kind of the it was sort of the Jake Chapman special. It was Joe Ingles <laughs> yes, and Mo Wagner. So yes, it was, I was, it yes, was it a was. perfect perfect opportunity for me to be there. And those are two guys who. You know, at, at the end of football preseason, they always say, I just want to go hit somebody else. Or at yeah, the end of football right, training right, camp, right. I just want to go hit somebody else. Those guys, Mo Wagner specifically, wants to go hit somebody else tomorrow. And I wouldn't L- be shocked. hitting his own guys, but he would rather hit somebody does, else. You know, he'll yes. hit basically anything that moves. <laughs> He's Mo Wagner. Um, I, look, I think it definitely, you, you mentioned it, there, they did not shy away at all from the expectations. And frankly, the last few years, there haven't been expectations. So I think that's a good thing. Right. D, one of the things I use preseason for is figuring out who plays for what team now, right? I mean, in this day and age, there uh, there is so much movement. you got trades happening right up until major trades, yes. obviously, with Lillard and then Holiday. Um, so there is, there's is there been so much movement. So, yeah, I mean, what we did last year is good, but it, it doesn't mean anything. You're going to have to go out. They were Obviously, you're not going to be able to start 5-20 and 20 and get to where you want right, to get. Right. Um, you got to look a lot more like you did from December 1st on. I think you were, what, 6th? Uh, in the NBA defensively from the beginning of December on, and that's sort of what keyed that 29 and 28 stretch. You got to do that all year. And I do think, one, you know, we've got continuity. It's young continuity, sure. but everybody else is going to be kind of figuring out how to work the new personnel in. You got coaching changes all over the place in the Eastern Conference. Year three of Coach Mosley, and we've got our guys in place uh, at the very least. Yes, they're young, but I do think early on in the season, you got to kind kind of come out. Uh, and hit the ground running, and I expect to see that. Well, I think you will. It starts tomorrow night. There'll be four preseason games. The Magic will start tomorrow night right here, 730, on the Magic Audio Network, and then you're going to have Thursday night in Cleveland, and then you're going to come back home for your final two preseason games. There'll be home games against New Orleans on the 17th, and then against Flamengo, uh, a team coming in from Brazil on the 20th. Uh, and then your home opener, the 25th, at home against the Houston Rockets, uh, and then you go off and run it from there, which is bizarre because you're going to have your home opener and then you're going to be gone for eight days, right? Right. Uh, so, so it's certainly not going to be easy. But as of now, and again, knock on wood, as we go into this start of the preseason, you've got health, right? We're hoping for some growth. You've got depth. And if all those things continue and if we're able to hold on to all those things, you could have playoffs. And that's the goal. That's what we're all shooting for. That's what they didn't shy away from. And that's what this team can achieve. I think they only missed the play-in tournament by four or five games last year. So right. they were right there. They were in the mix. Two guys that we got to start with, uh, and then we'll be up against our first break here. want to get into the depth and some of the roster here. Um, for those that don't know, right, would you agree this is kind of kind of probably the depth chart for this Orlando Magic team? 17 guys under contract yep. right now. Um, you have two two-way guys. The NBA added a third two-way contract. So that is open for the Orlando Magic. So technically... Uh, there are three G League guys that are on this roster, and Mac McClung for Magic fans or casual fans may not, um, casual NBA fans may not know that. That's the NBA Slam Dunk champion is here uh, in Orlando, and you have Tra- Travell and Queen, you have Brandon Williams, three guys that are probably headed to the Osceola Magic right down the road in Kissimmee. But there is a spot, right? So if one of them impressed, you can add them if you want to do that, or you could see who gets waived or cut, and you can add somebody from another roster. Going to be Markel Fultz. It's going to be Franz Wagner. It's going to be Paolo Bancaro. It's going to be Wendell Carter Jr. We assume, if it carries over from last year, that that fifth spot belongs to Gary Harris. It could be Jalen Suggs. Yep. Maybe if this team is at its best, it's with Jalen Suggs taking a leap forward and he becomes your fifth starter. So let's play it that way and let's say he earns himself a starting spot. Then your backup is going to be Cole Anthony. 
uh, Gary Harris, Joe Ingles, who I expect to play, right? The two J.I.s, Joe Ingles and Jonathan Isaac. Right, I'm glad played, you made that connection. That was right? like the first thing I thought when <laughs> you know me in names. You like alliterations and names <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So a couple of the J.I.s and then Mo Wagner. Yep. I would imagine... That would that's probably as of now going into the preseason probably going to be your second unit. Yeah, and you know the first thing that jumps out at you is, and, and I mentioned this before, Jet Howard, Anthony Black, Gogo Batadze. You've got some talented guys in that, the last five, that right? May Tumo, not. KK, maybe Admiral Schofield. You, these are guys and, with and NBA experience. And Kevon Harris. Um, so, okay, the depth is there. And as we know, we're not going to be healthy all season. Hopefully we're more healthy than we've been in years past. But that depth is going to come in um, is going to come, come in handy at some point. Boy, that top ten doesn't sound too bad, though. Doesn't and, sound too bad. And I think you have a lot of um, flexibility. You can do a lot of different things with matchups. Look, if, if Gary Harris starts one night and Jalen Suggs does the next, um, I don't think anybody's going to mind. And I think that... Is certainly something you can do. Guys like to know if they're a starter or not. Yes, sure. But Coach Mosey's going to, he's got a lot of uh, tools in the toolbox, so to speak. Um, for me, I just think about, and you, you mentioned kind of the what's, what's going through Markel's head, just the chance to go out and play an 82 game season, not to mention Jonathan Isaac's head, and exactly what, this, what that means to him, the opportunity, and being, you know, we saw a flash last year. Yeah. If you can keep those guys on the floor, for a lion's share of the season, then it's just going to have ripples, you know, across the rest of the roster. Now it just eases the pressure on everybody. Think about a guy like Cole Anthony and and what in his career he's been asked to do at yes, different right. times. Okay, right. now you're coming up the bench. Now you're starting. You got to distribute now. Now you got to. When Markell is on the floor, it just smooths everything else out. Um, not to so mention, comfortable. Not to mention the defense. You know, Ji's type guy. Who, yeah, right now he's in the second unit, and I think you know you're, you're pretty comfortable with what you're. Starting front line looks like, but you can't. Wouldn't you be not at all surprised if Ji were closing out games because we needed a boost defensively if he's healthy and as effective as we know he can be? So you got not only some really good depth, but you got a lot of not overlapping skill sets, a lot of complementary skill sets, interchangeable um, pieces yep. as well. And yep. defensively, I just think you're so versatile. And we've talked a whole bunch about positionless basketball, whatever. Well. Like you have to be able to withstand the rigors of an NBA season, and you got to be a little bit tougher than I think they've been in years past. We got a lot of size. Now it's a matter of kind of toughening up a little bit, growing up a little bit, and I think we'll especially see that on the defensive end. Well, and they want it, and they were, they were, a lot of talk was about accountability as well, and I think we're going to see some of that. These guys are going to be on each other, keeping them accountable, uh, and all that. Four zero seven nine one six eight two five five. If if you, if you do have a thought. Uh, as far as that goes, because you, you've got the depth, and we're going to get into some of those key pieces, right? It's kind of some of those role players uh, that are going to play a role in this. But the question I'll ask you is, can you have two number ones? I, I, it, it, there's this feeling you got to have a number one. you got to know who the guy is, right? we got to have, is it Paolo, is it Franz, right? we gotta, we got to announce a number one, and then everything falls in after that. I think you got two number ones, Jake. I think Paolo and Franz are both number one options. I think Franz coming off the gold medal and what he did for Germany, first ever, first time they ever won the FIBA World Cup, right? Last year was the first time they ever medaled. They got third place. This is the first time that they win the whole thing. So that's impressive. Paulo Bancaro, the reigning rookie of the year on the national, on an international stage, right, playing for Team USA uh, in that FIBA World Cup. He plays seven games, nine points, three and a half rebounds. They get fourth place. He's the backup center, so it was a new role for him. Yeah. You look at it, coming off his rookie campaign, 72 games, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 43% from the floor. That can get better. 30% from three. His final 15 games of the season, he shot 41% from three. 
So if you look at how Paulo Bancaro finished the season, yep. we know how good he was. You look at the numbers, you say, okay, well, that three-point percentage can come up. It did. The final 15 games of the season, he did shoot the three well. I think you got two number ones that on any given night, they're going to alternate. One guy's going to take over, and the other guy is going to support that. But your thoughts on Paolo, on the rookie year that he had, and then into the summer that he yeah, had. Yeah, I was so encouraged with the way that he finished, because he did. He had, you can call it a rookie wall, whatever. He, he had a, a slump, a shooting slump. Sure, sure. February, March, kind of, and, and you wondered. If, I had a slump from February right through April. Yeah, <laughs> had about a three-year slump, um, going back to the pandemic. Right. Um, I, I think that was very encouraging. And, yes, you know we were in a playoff race, but he was asked to do so much, I think, offensively, that you would have understood even if he didn't finish yeah. that strongly. Boy, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks seemed comfortable with their two number ones. The Miami Heat, when they yes. had LeBron and D-Wade, were okay with their two number ones. Right. Heck, yes, you could have two number ones. And I it guarantee... doesn't even need to be 1A and 1B. I think two number ones. Right? Like, we we exactly. get caught up in that. Because and I, night and I think in and night out, the, you, nobody can do it for 82 games. You need to have that. And the first two people who I would tell you, uh, who I would guess would tell you, yeah, we have two number ones, are Franz and Paolo. Because they yeah, both yeah, respect well, each right. other's game that much. Right. And they need each other. I mean, it is, it's a lot to, to accomplish. Even what Paolo was able to do last year. Just 20 points a game as a rookie in this league. And win Amazing. rookie of the year. And sort of lifting... The franchise's hopes, which really I think he did, and um, that's too much to ask from anybody, but that's what he was able to accomplish last year. He didn't want to have to do that year in and year out. He needs help, uh, and he's got a pretty dang good uh, – I, I don't know if I should even use the word sidekick. He's got a pretty dang good other number one in Franz Wagner. Another and you're right, dude. Like, I, you know, I realize that people don't pay that much attention to international basketball, especially if it's not the Olympics. Um, the, you know, People like you sure, and I do, sure. but the casual fan, I think, kind of glosses over it. Franz Wagner was the best player on the gold medal World Cup team, and like nobody denied it. And he, they were a completely different team. He missed a few games with a sprained ankle. Um, the president of the German Basketball Federation, or whatever, you know, he was the last guy they honored on stage at the parade, and they called him the silent assassin. And they they said it was you know Schroeder was the guy who carried the the torch, and it's going to be Franz Wagner no into the future. He is the German national team, and that dude that experience is going to go so far. I think for his confidence, I just hope he didn't burn himself out a little bit. Made sure got a little R and R, but I think it's it's um it, it's a really really promising sign that both those guys, not to mention Goga, not to mention Joe Ingles, um. Played really, really high level basketball over the course of the summer and performed well on that. Stage. Well, intruders had you know he's been playing for a while, right? Dirk Nowitzki, you're going back to Dirk Nowitzki, right? Maxi Kleber. There's been a lot of people that that have come from and the fact that that country has never won a medal, right. In FIBA World Cup contention is is amazing what they were able to do, and it felt like they were missing like a Mo Wagner last year, and they would have got a medal. They might have been able to win the whole thing last year. They got him back, and they do win the whole thing. So it's it's pretty impressive. But I think just to finish up on Franz, he does, what, four games as far as the competition goes uh, in, in FIBA. He played all the round-robin games and all that, but finished with 17.6.5 rebounds. And again, the best player on the best team. And coming off his second year, 19 points a game almost, right? 18.6, he gets you four rebounds. And almost 49% from the floor and 36% from three. You might have two 20-point scorers next year, as you go, this, this year coming up as you go into the season. Yeah, and I think what, what you love about both those guys is, A, they because they're bigger wing players, their ability to attack the bucket, you know, from day one, you've seen that and it's been evident. They're both good passers, too. And they both don't get right. sped up. They're able to create you know, among the trees are kind of trees themselves, but that's what you're. That's what you have when you have two guys who can just sort of split the floor. It does kind of remind me. I, I don't know if I should 
should go there. But you just think about how LeBron and Wade, you swung that ball and they were attacking the bucket. And then you're swinging that ball and they're attacking the bucket. When you have two guys on either side who can basically get where they want to get and then make the right play in traffic, and whether that's finishing with you know Franz's incredible Euro step or Paolo with his sheer power, but then if, if they're collapsing the defense, kicking out to shooters, you just trust when those guys have the that's ball right. in their hands. And for two players that young, that's pretty rare. Well, and, and you said it, and that's size, and they're able to be playmakers as well as finishers at the basket, and they get to the free throw line. All the things you need out of your number one yep. on the basketball team. More Magic Drive time coming your way when we return, including something that Markel Fultz did last year that only three other point guards in the entire NBA did. Yeah, we got a good one here in point guard Markel Fultz. More Magic Drive Time when we return after this. Enjoy Magic Basketball in style with the legendary Sweet Experience. Offering an unparalleled combination of privacy and comfort, Sweets are the perfect way to enjoy the game together. With great views of Amway Center, luxury seating, and first-class service, you can experience Magic Basketball in a whole new way. Sweets are available on a game-by-game basis, so reserve one for an upcoming game today at orlandomagic.com slash sweets. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section and make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dumps. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. After catching a Magic game, you want to go home and relax, not go grocery shopping. Kroger Delivery makes grocery shopping simple and convenient. Order at Kroger.com or on the Kroger app, and our friendly, uniformed associates will deliver fresh, affordable food, household items, and even frozen snacks in refrigerated trucks straight to your front door. Now save $15 off your first three deliveries. Kroger Delivery is a proud sponsor of the Orlando Magic. Try us today. Today, we have two very special guests on our program, introducing Len and Lime. Hello. For Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Thanks for having us. What is Starry Lemon Lime Soda? It's a crisp, clear burst of lemon-lime flavor, and it's caffeine-free. Between us, one of you must be a little more important to Starry than the other. Who is it? We're both important. So we could just as easily be Starry Lime Lemon Soda. No, that doesn't sound right. Oh, I like it. So you saying hip-hop could be hop-hip. Works for me. Starry Lemon Lime Soda. Starry hits different. It's time to experience magic together again. Basketball is back, and you can see the action live and in person at Amway Center with an Orlando Magic ticket plan. Be there for every block, every dunk, and every play with the full season plan, or customize your own by choosing the games you want to see. Whatever you need, we have a plan for you. Visit orlandomagic.com plans to explore your options today. Don't miss out. This is a new era of magic basketball. Sunnyside Plumbing. Yes, I've got a leaking... To leave us a testimonial saying how happy you are with our service, press 1. But you haven't even... For all other inquiries, please hang up. Wait, what? Hang up and call Frank Gay. We're busy watching the game. You know what? I think I will. When you have a leak, you need solutions on your schedule. A helpful expert who can find the problem and fix it fast. That's the Frank Gay way. FrankGayServices.com 
Hey, Dante, what's your favorite thing about a Magic win? No brainer, Jake. 50% off at PapaJohns.com the day after every Magic win. Magic win and fans win with Papa John's because they get 50% off their entire online order. And it's so simple. Just enter the promo code MAGICWIN when you order online at PapaJohns.com. And now you won't miss a shot because you can track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's Pizza, official pizza of your Orlando Magic. Valid online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. This is Joe Ingalls of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. And that is Joe Ingalls, and welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time here on 96.9 The Game. It is presented by International Diamond Center. Magic fans, if you don't know, you're soon going to fall in love with Magic New Edition Joe Ingalls. You're going to love Anthony Black, and you're going to love Jet Howard, and you're going to love all the new guys. Great guys, great team. But Joe Ingles is comfortable in his own skin. That guy is not afraid to ruffle some feathers. That guy does not hold back. He says whatever he thinks, whatever's on his mind. And he's going to get these young guys out of their comfort zone. And he's going to make them, make them talk and uh, things that they're not necessarily comfortable with out there on the floor, right? They're going to be vocal. And he's going to be all, I, I think it's, I love it. Not only is he going to produce, he's 25th in NBA history in three-point percentage. He's 11th in active NBA players. So the guy's almost 41% in his nine-year career from three. So you get one of the best three-point shooters of all time. The Utah Jazz all-time leader. All-time leader in, in three threes for the Utah Jazz. But you get a good guy and a guy that's going to hold these guys accountable. I think it's a great pick. It's so funny. I, I just thought of this the other day. I was, or I thought of you the other day. I was reading uh, Karis LeVert in Cleveland was talking about George Niang, who is a new Cavalier, <laughs> yeah. who's like one, oh, of, my, yeah, one yeah. of my weird favorites. Of course. Um, and he said, the guy won't shut up. And he, of course, was in Utah with Joe Ingles. And I said, what were they doing out there? Wow, that Quinn that. Snyder bunch and, and Donovan Mitchell and Rudy yes. Gobert. They must have just been yep, yep, yep. And so, um, but no, between Joe Ingles and Cole Anthony, if we ever need somebody to fill in for you and I and David and Jeff and George on the pod squad, I think we yeah, have oh. a, a couple of different different pretty good options. Well, and I, and I love it because in the nine years Joe Ingles hasn't been in the league, we haven't guarded him. So now we don't have to worry about that. Uh, well, yeah. The only other guy we have never defended is George Niang. Right. So we at least got one of them on this roster. Yes, one they... of them in Cleveland. We'll have to, but maybe <laughs> Joe, maybe Joe's got a few of the secrets. He's never been within 10 feet of George the Niang. Other thing, let me just say this real quick about Joe Ingles. First of all, he is, you know, Coach Mosley just raves about him because he's one of these dudes who he, he competes at everything. And I mentioned that before. He's not just a shooter. He is a great passer. Correct. Agreed. He's 6'8", 6'9". Better defender than you think. Better defender than you think. He is go, go, go. He's going to push that ball forward. Um, and he is he's just one of those guys who's always flinging the ball. You know, the ball does not stick with him. And if it does, it's because it's going up. Like, he is a great facilitator. I think he's really going to help our young core. Well, I was walking through the Advent Health Training Center with Hito Turkoglu, and he met Joe. He, he only knew him once from a Clipper training camp. Yeah. And, and hasn't talked to him much since then, he goes, that guy is exactly what you need. Mm. Joe Ingles on this team. And then how about this? I think it was day three of training camp. The guys were running sprints. And coach said, all right, you guys all decide who comes out and shoots one three. If he makes it, you don't have to run. If he misses it, you run. They all looked at Joe. It wasn't even a decision. 
They all looked at Joe. He stepped out, shot a corner three, drilled it. No running. Mobbed, it. mobbed him while he pointed at Moe's. <laughs> love it. <laughs> I love it. I just, it was just a great, great vibe. It was a lot of fun, and I think he adds that element. And he's, a, he's already immediately respected by all of his teammates. It's a great addition. It's a great addition. I mentioned before the break Markel Fultz. Now, as we know, we didn't have Markel. We didn't have Cole Anthony either. So, in fairness, we really didn't have anybody that was used to playing the point guard position full-time uh, for the first 25 games. So, right. as a result, you go 5-20, and 20, as to be expected. Not to say they were all blowouts. You were in a lot, if not most of those games. Uh, just didn't have the guy to kind of get you over the hump. Cole, uh, Markel Fultz comes back, right? You finished the season 29-28. and 28. As we know, that would have been eighth in the Eastern Conference. That would have got you in if you had him for the entire season. Markel Fultz numbers last year, a career year for him. These are all career highs. Other than this, he played 60 games, which was a great sign, but he missed the first 22. 14 points, 4 rebounds, 5.7 assists, 51% from the floor, 31% from three, one and a half steals, and a half a block a game. All career highs. Markel Fultz was healthy, was out there performing. If you take the 60 games, the 14 points, 50% from the floor, and five assists, your guards, all of the entire NBA last year, all guards, 60 games is your filter, right? 14 points, 50% from the floor, five assists. Yep. That's your filter. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. MVP candidate. De'Aaron Fox. MVP candidate a little further down the list. DeMar DeRozan. Okay. Potential Hall of Famer. Yeah. With the numbers that he put up. But regardless, one of the best scorers in the NBA, Markel Fultz. Wow. That's your company. With those what a cups, nugget, D. You're with, bringing it. With those guys. I had six months. I had <laughs> six months. I better have something. As David Steele says, every time he joins us for a show, I know you guys aren't going to do anything, so I feel like i got to bring something. <laughs> That's how I felt. That's how I felt for six. I had six months too. I got nothing. <laughs> you got a, you got a new one. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have all that. That is great. But again, your thoughts on that? We got about thirty seconds, and then we got to close out. But that's the kind of cal- that's the caliber quality starting point guard that you have on this. The run. sixty. The sixty is the big one, right? Like, yes, like we got to yes, get sixty more, and and and, and and preferably closer to seventy. 75, um, look, we know that he's going to be that efficient because that's that's sort of the way his game goes offensively. Um, I want to see the assist numbers a little bit up because I sure. want to see him, I want to see this team run more this year, and I think he is going to be kind of the head of that snake. But that's, I mean, we've we've known, get the guy on the floor, and he's capable of that. That is a great nugget, though. Yeah, it's a great nugget. We'll get into Cole Anthony, what he did, Jonathan Isaac, how key he can be all tomorrow on Magic Drive Time when we come back 6 o'clock tomorrow night right here on 96.9 The Game and also tomorrow preseason game number one. Good to be back, Jake. Have a great night, everyone. We'll talk to you tomorrow.